What is up and welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and will dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. What's up, my dudes? I want to get you thinking about something. It is middle of September right now, 2021. A lot of times we start thinking about, you know, uh, our goals and our futures and this kind of stuff at the beginning of the year and we're coming into the end of the year right now and there's never a perfect time and never a bad time to start thinking about hey what is it that I want and then putting some tools into place that help you actually accomplish whatever it is that you want to now something I'm going to share with you which you've probably heard me talk about before is a dashboard a daily dashboard for your life something that I've been doing for gosh I don't know two three four years I think where it really started for me was listening to a podcast with Rob Deerdick and him talking about creating a dashboard where he tracked like lots of stuff. But one of the things he actually talked about tracking was when he woke up in the morning, like in between a one and a 10, where am I at? And then at the end of the day, where am I at between a one and a 10? And then what he would do is, and, and I did this for, I still do this, is if I'm waking up and I'm writing down, man, I'm, I'm at a three. Anything below a five, why am I below a five? So if I write down, man, I'm a three, what is it? Well, had a few too many beers last night, so my body feels bad. I went to bed last night uh, without apologizing to my wife or my kids, so I woke up feeling bad. I'm having stress at work, right? So you start to see the things that are making you wake up with not a good energy level, and then you're able to start putting things into practice too. Either you need to go apologize or you need to change some habits or waking up and doing some meditation or stretching or workout. You start to pay attention to how you feel based on your habits and the things that you do. So the dashboard can help with a lot of things. But here is really the most important thing to know. Whatever you track and measure, you'll be paying attention to and it will grow. So what is it that we track and measure? Now, there's lots of little things that we might track, you know, based on our, our golf game or our fantasy football or whatever. And those things are all cool and fun. But what about your life? We all say, I want to be here. I want to do this. I want to be this kind of dad, this kind of husband, this kind of leader. But if we're not paying attention to what those qualities are and what the habits are behind those qualities and doing some sort of tracking they're never going to grow. They're just going to be an idea in our head. So what are some things you could track? Now, I'm going to make this super, super simple for you. On your phone, you can create a Google Sheet and you can just put five to 10 things that you want to track and then dates, okay? Start with today and just it's just going to be a long existing thing. And then what I tend to do is 
I start to realize the things that don't matter, the things I don't need to track anymore, or I stop and pause and evaluate them at the end of the year whenever I'm doing some planning. And I see, okay, well, I I say I want to have a killer relationship with my wife, but we went on two dates last year. I want to be that dad who has incredible memories with his kids, but I only like took my kid out to do this thing or that thing. And when I was doing that thing, I was thinking about something else. So, you know, what are the areas of your life that are important? Just jot them down. Uh, I want to be a great husband. I want to be a great father. Um, I want whatever it is, jot those things down and then create a dashboard. Google sheets works great and track some things. If you got questions or you want to run your dashboard by me, shoot me an email. This stuff is so important to me that I'd be super stoked to speak into it. Ned at rebellandcreate.com. Shoot me an email. I've been tracking stuff and it, it for years and it's really helpful. Sometimes it can be overkill, but it's really, really helpful. So I'm going to tell you a few things that you could track that may help you understand what this will do. Now, here's the deal. It's like brushing your teeth. It's just a habit. When you wake up, open up the Google Sheets instead of Instagram first thing or whatever it is you open up and just throw some numbers in. Before you go to bed, throw some numbers in. And then once a month, once every couple months, go in and see, are the numbers an accurate reflection of who you think that you are? And if not, then start to make some changes. And I'll tell you, one of the things that has helped me tremendously is using a flipping calendar. And if I say, I'm a great at dating my wife, are those on your calendar? If I say I'm an intentional dad, am I putting those on my calendar? And I find if I put it on my calendar, then it happens. And dudes, I am not perfect at this. It's a constant like compass reminder to go, oh crap, I didn't date my wife last month. Or I think I'm super fun, but my dates have all been boring. Okay, here's some things to track. Self is easy, right? Is there fitness goals that I have? Eating goals that I have? Is there a new habit I want to cultivate? Like waking up at a certain time or doing a morning routine or doing yoga five times a week or two times a week or playing tennis with my kid once a week. So I guess that would be a kid one, but self, okay? So fitness, a new habit, a morning routine, something you want to track there. Or dude, this one's great. How are you feeling when you wake up? One through a 10, where are you at? Right before you go to bed, where are you at? But then pausing and going, why am I at an eight? Oh man, it's because of this. Why am I at a two? Oh, because of this. Then you start to become self-aware. And all of this is really about being self-aware and not just living in a daze. Okay, let's talk about kids. That's easy. Uh, Intentional time. Did you have intentional time? Maybe you have a young kid. You took them outside. You read them a book. You went on a walk. You taught them how to ride their bicycle. You went out skateboarding. What are the things that are important to your kid? What are the things that are important to you? Those things will change, but just track it. You know, like your kid wants to get better at riding their bike. Put on your dashboard, spend 15 minutes a day or 15 minutes, three times a week, riding bike with, you know, my kid. And what's cool is say Wednesday night, you open that app up right before you, you know, Google sheet right before you go to bed and you go, Oh shoot. Uh, It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday stuff has come up and I haven't ridden yet. So then when you wake up the next day, you're like, the one thing I'm going to do tomorrow is ride bikes with my kid. Okay. So that's what it'll do for you. It'll just be game changing. Um, so kids, intentional time, dates, one-on-one, 
track something with your kiddos. Family time. I'd really love to have dinner time once a week. What's funny is you think, oh, we have dinner time. Like as a family with no TV, we're all at the table. If you track it, you might go, oh crap, we only do this once every two weeks. I'd love for it to be twice a week. So you put that on your dashboard, you start tracking it, you tell your wife, she's going to be psyched on it. And let me tell you, when you first go, hey, no TV tonight, we're going to just sit around the table. Initially, you're going to get pushback. Initially, all the kids are going to roll their eyes. Hey, no phones at the table. You're going to get some pushback on it. You just are. But once you do it and once you show up with a why, like internally motivated to do this or your motive um, of like, I just want to create great conversations with the family. Then when you sit down, don't let their pissy attitudes affect you. This is a tough one. And then say, all right, what was everybody's high and low? Or what was something that made you happy today? Or what was the silliest thing that happened today? And then before you know it, a conversation is going to happen. The thing is, is a time, a lot of times our families are used to habits of like, dinner on our own or dinner with the show on or whatever. Once you start it, it'll all work out. Okay. So family time, um, you know, maybe it's dinner time. Maybe it's a hike. Maybe it's play outside. Maybe it's, I want to go on a family walk twice a week. Uh, it's not this rocket science stuff. Um, finances. I want to spend five minutes a day looking at my finances. Um, you know, create some, some habits around your family's intentionality of like what's important to you guys. Now here's the last one. What are your, what are you measuring with your spouse? Dates, intentional time, sex. Okay. So here's one. That's a great example of having what's your motive behind this. Okay. So maybe it's not sex. Maybe it's intimacy, but something that I've been tracking is I actually track my wife's wives. (laughs) I only have one wife, my wife's cycle. Why is this important? Well, it's important for multiple reasons. Uh, helps me not be such a douchebag. Okay. If I know that this is going to happen and I have an idea of when, and I'm a gentleman about it, then I'm able to be in tune with her and show up for her and know, Oh yeah, I think it's about that time. I'm going to bring some flower homes, flowers home. I'm going to be a little bit more aware. And each of our wives are different, but you know how that might change or impact them change. That's mean how that might impact them at that time of the month. So how do you show up? Do you know when it's coming? Um, and can you be in tune with her? And then on the flip side, there's also times where she is ovulating. And if you are in tune with that, you know, you can show up for her. Obviously we're not talking about having more kids. I mean, maybe you are, but being in tune with your wife and her body is a way that you can be in tune and show up for her. And that's something you can track, something that you can be aware of. But again, I'll tell you, it has to be with the right motive of wanting to be present and there for your spouse. Uh, Let's see. I think that's about it on the dashboard. Lots of different things you can do. But guys, whatever you track, whatever you measure, those things will grow if you're paying attention to them. Those things will flourish if you're watering them and paying attention to it like a garden. And that's our role. Our role is to be in tune with our families, love and serve. But we can't just have good intentions. We have to create rules, habits, disciplines to make those things happen. And yes, we can live in spontaneity still. But you and I both know how freaking busy our lives get. 
if we don't have a plan, then we just having good intentions. And that is not good enough. That's not good enough. I know it's not good enough for me. I know it's not good enough for you. That's why you're listening to this. Create a dashboard, a daily dashboard and track the things that matter to you and then carve out an hour or two every month to review that and see how things are going. When you sit on the toilet, you know, when you lay in bed, instead of making your first thing opening, whatever it is that you open on your phone, do a little check in on your dashboard. It's going to be that reminder of what matters most to you. Monday's podcast with Elliot Marshall was really, really good. He's a former UFC fighter. Uh, He owns, I I believe, seven MMA gyms out in Colorado. The dude is a leader. He speaks highly into anxiety um, and being skillful. Like failure is not an option. Failure doesn't exist unless you're not learning from your life, which is then gaining skill. So really that was such a huge piece of our conversation was how to talk to your kids about not being the best, but about improving upon your skills. And then that really makes a fun life journey of, of being a craftsman. And then again, the anxiety, we dig deep into anxieties that he had and how he's overcome them and tools in place um, to help him overcome that. And that's something he teaches greatly about. So check out Monday's podcast with Elliot Marshall. That was solid. I want to say thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast, What You Do Matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Together, let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood. If you got a question about fatherhood, something you want me to discuss on here, shoot me an email. I don't have it all figured out, but I love talking about it. Ned at rebelandcreate.com. Please follow us on Instagram. And if you haven't written a review yet or shared it with a homie, please do. I look forward to hanging out with you next time.